Where you start in life doesn't indicate where you'll finish. This was never more true than for a girl from Baltimore who got her start working at the DMV. Now Sandy Lomax counts Mary J. Blige and Tyler Perry as personal friends. Girls on Film talks to this budding beauty maven about the woman she has become. A love of all things beautiful ignited this former model's desire to work in the world of beauty as a makeup artist, fashion writer, and educator. Her work in film and TV and with celebrities helped her establish Beauty Fetish, a popular salon in Midtown Atlanta. And, as most successful people often seem to do, Sandy is dedicated to paying it forward, working with cancer survivors to help them rediscover their beautiful self-image. Discover a rising young star in Atlanta's business and entertainment communities as Girls on Film gets its fetish on in a conversation with a true entrepreneur, Sandy Lomax. Sarah from Girls on Film, and we are in Midtown in Atlanta, Georgia, at the offices of Beauty Fetish, Beauty Fetish, yes, you've heard it right, with founder extraordinaire Sandy Lomax. Good morning, Sandy Lomax. Good morning, Sarah. Check out our Instagram, she's beautiful, and check out hers, too. Far too kind. We just Far look up beauty, beauty Lomax on Instagram. You can actually look up Sandy, S-A-N-D-Y-E, Lomax, or Beauty Fetish Biz, B-I-Z-Z. Very good. Yes. Very good. I want, I'm going to throw this over to you okay. because I really want people to know your story a little bit and why, how, how we've kind of um, uh, gone from you taking this to customers, but also using it for, for the good of the people. Yes. For good. For the good. For the good. For the good. For she does. Let's see. Where do I begin this story? Gosh, I guess it goes back to childhood. Right. <laughs> you know, when right. you really have to sit back and be still and think about life and you're like, wow, well, this really started at a very young age when you're just a dreamer. And you realize your purpose without knowing it's your purpose. And you get in adulthood and you're like, wow, I always loved helping people. That's what made me feel good. Right. And I get a lot of that from my mother, my grandmother. And they were just, they just love people. They love helping. They love doing good. And um, so I'm grateful for that because those are the things that keep me humble. Right. And um, I guess if I had to go back and start about, think about a beauty fetish, um, I was in this relationship and I talk about it uh, faintly. And I was in New Jersey. I'm from Baltimore. I was in New Jersey um, in this relationship about seven years. And, and I was trying to figure out, well, what do I want to do? This person is so successful. He's the breadwinner. Um, I worked for the state of Maryland since straight out of high school. I was a disability specialist. 
There were times I worked part-time at Foot Locker, and I was the senior cashier in the striped shirt. Very good. (laughs) Um, Love those people. Oh, gosh. My story is so interesting when I think about it now. Because a lot of my friends sang and danced in the music industry for uh, artists like Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. And a lot of your clients are entertainers. They're entertainers. And I absolutely want to get there. But I want to know how you got here. Here. How I got here. How'd you get to Atlanta? So how I got to Atlanta, that relationship that I was telling you about came to an end. Right. And it was one of those things where I was just like, you know, well, what do I want to do? What is going to make Sandy feel happy? Yeah. You know, and when I was in the relationship towards the end, I started thinking, what would you do for free in life? And I always tell the story about when my grandmother was passing from cancer and I would go in and polish her nails and fix her face up and how it made her feel. Right. And I said, that's it. That's it. That was my aha moment. I want to make people feel and look good. And I didn't think about the money because I thought I'd be happy doing it, which means the money would then come. Right. And so I ended up moving to Atlanta, Georgia. I had one cousin who lived here. And he said, just come, you know, you'll just, you'll I was going to ask you, relax. How, you'll what like did he it. say? Yeah. yeah. And so I got here and, and actually one of the only people that I knew, everybody I knew was pretty much in the entertainment industry and Tyler Perry was here and one of my good friends back then, Mary J. Blige, she was coming here to work on one of his movies. How do you get to be friends with these people <laughs> going from Foot Locker? Oh my! And painting nails, it's, your grandmother's nails, and I, now you know Mary Mary J. Blige. I think it's all a godsend. It's a godsend to be a, a well-rounded person. Okay. Um, I want to be more and, well-rounded. You want to like be more? <laughs> I do. Yeah. You know, it's it it is a it's a great. It's a great thing. It is. Um, and it wasn't something I went looking for. I just ended up intertwined. I was always in the beauty industry. So I okay. did modeling for Paul Mitchell and Dark and Lovely. And so you're kind of intertwined into both worlds. You know, right. you're you're intertwined into this industry full of celebrities. And then when you go back home, you know, you have the people that keep you grounded. And so okay. I love having that that balance there. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. And so I ended up in Atlanta and Tyler Perry was here. And um, and I won't go into one day that's going to be in my book down the line. But okay. he was just Ooh. a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> he was one just little blessing. story. <laughs> well, one one. Well, Mary was coming here to actually work on uh, his movie. I want to say I think it was I can do bad all by myself. When did you meet Mary? I met Mary in New Jersey. Where? Due to our uh, past relationships, um, and I lived in Creskill, New Jersey. And um, and she was just a godsend angel. She was just outside of people seeing Mary J. Blige. She was just a just a good hearted person and friend. And she would always tell me the light she saw in me. Were you and doing makeup? Or I actually, you, I, yes, I can't say when I started doing lashes, Mary was one of the first people that let me do lashes Hello. on her. And, and that, that, that was a beautiful thing to have somebody like Mary trust me over her eyes doing lashes yeah, absolutely. And, and, and makeup for some of her red carpet events. Amazing. So, so yeah, you got this great client and, great who client. turned into this mentor friend. Yes. Okay. And and then when I ended up in Atlanta, I didn't know many people. Right. And Mary came here to work on a project and she allowed me the opportunity to come and do her makeup and um and then from there I kind of decided I was going to stay in Atlanta and build this brand. I had already started the name Beauty Fetish in New Jersey. And okay. I said, "Well, you know, the good part about the beauty industry is it's recession proof. 
you know, people want to feel Ooh. and look good. Yeah. So when the market drops, people are still paying to get their hair done, their nails done. Right. It's an energy booster. It's a confidential, um, a confidence thing. It can right. build you up. And so again, it played so into how I want to make people feel. Right. And so I started the brand here in Atlanta, Georgia. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we yeah. are. About 10 years later, I have earned my peach. In your, and you were doing lashes before it became a thing. Yes. When I, you know, when I started out doing lashes, most of my clients were just celebrity clients. Okay. Um, and now I have stay home moms. I have judges. I have news anchors. I have how did school this teachers. Happen? How did eyelashes turn into you a know, thing? I want to say back then. The Mary J. Blige's, the Beyonce's, their lifestyle. It was something that was created. And then when we talk about cancer survivors and you're losing your hair and your right. brows and your lashes. And so I think when this started, it was more, you know, again, about different lifestyles. Okay. And at that point in time, we're talking about cancer survivors and we're talking about celebrities. Celebrities uh, constantly have events going on. They have to be at every day. They have uh, photo shoots. They have music videos if they're singers. Right. Uh, if they're actors or actresses. They have magazine cover photo shoots and, and, you know, whether they're doing books. So it was really like just for that world for a long period of time. And then when the everyday woman caught on to how easy it would be to not have to put on mascara. Right. How easy it would be to swim in them and cry happy tears in them and just get up every day and feel beautiful and just put on lip balm. You don't even have to put on makeup. Um it, it makes just, such a huge. They make such a huge difference a to your huge face. Huge difference. It yeah. opens your eye. It's like, pop, right. she's alive, you know. And, <laughs> and and over the years, I've just seen the industry grow. Okay. I mean, beyond really anything that I could have imagined back then. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So wait. So I interrupted your story about Tyler Perry. <laughs> well, I will say Tyler. You know, did I'm like Tyler? Listen. Wait. Wait. Okay. Back up. Get back up. All of a sudden, she's with Tyler Perry. <laughs> How do you how do you meet him? I mean, where do you you know? Do they just, say? Does he just call you up and say, "Hey, beautiful"? I wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish. But no, he's a big um, he's a big deal. He's a he's a major deal. And they just had the Democratic uh, debate Tyler, at his studios. I mean, for crying out loud, people I call an Earth Angel. Okay. I mean, he's walking this Earth. He's just he's an angel for so many. We, I, we are very know, proud of him in Atlanta, very Georgia. Proud, yep. Very proud. Very yep. proud. Yes, absolutely. Very, very proud. The stuff he does is is, and he doesn't do it for the press. He just does it. He really does it from his heart. Yep. I can honestly say he is just a good person. Yep, he's a good person. He's a good human being. So what uh, happened? We had many like him. He called. Well, he uh, called you up. <laughs> well, no, there was a, a time when he was like, "Hey, you know, listen, I'm like Tyler. I'm here in Atlanta. I don't know anybody. You know, I would love to have a job. I will come to the studio. I'll sweep floors. <laughs> Whatever it is, I will." I will do it. I'll do makeup, whatever it is. I will do it. And he just pretty much, if you know Tyler, he's a very spiritual person, and and he pretty much said a prayer for me. He talked in his Medea voice, and he he uplifted <laughs> me <laughs> when I was really down and out, and I felt like that was the lowest point of my life because okay. I'm transitioning, and I have, you know, even with the one cousin here, you still feel alone. You feel like you're far away from your family. You can't just jump in right. a car and be there. And so he was just very. Um, 
I'll say for now, which is very inspirational, very motivational, very, okay. you know, much saying, Sandy, you got this and this is what you can do. And, and okay. you have these abilities and, 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 and it was life changing for me to have somebody believe in me. And when you're in an industry full of um, people who are sometimes takers, you know, um, for, for somebody to just give and not want anything in return was very um, unusual for me to experience. And, um, and so there I was in Atlanta and not feeling alone, just feeling like you have this person who will say, you got this, you're not alone. And, um, and so we haven't talked over years. I may run into him every now and then, but you know, I do hope one day he, he, he did something very special for me and, and I work on it every day to pay it forward. So that's what I will say. I, I work on every day. My life is about paying it forward, you know? And, um, yeah, so that's my Tyler Perry story for now. <laughs> that was a good Tyler Perry story. That was a very positive Tyler Perry story. Very positive. Very, very positive. I would love if you could tell all of our listeners some of the people that you have worked with, because a lot of people that follow us and listen mm-hmm. are people that want to hear stories about celebrities, mm-hmm. and they want to know something something else about them that nobody's told them before. Wow, yeah. So is there is there anybody that you can hmm. share something they wouldn't mind sharing? Something they wouldn't <laughs> mind sharing. Like Mary Mary J. Blige occasionally wears false eyelashes. Yeah. And that's okay. It, it's okay. That's and okay. I, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay because you know, I would say people like She's Mary, a beautiful woman anyway. Beautiful. Yeah. But women like that bear their soul. Amazing to I'm a huge the fan. public yep you know so I mean she pours out every bit of her she keeps it very real she's probably one of the realest people that I've met along my journey yep um but so it's when you think about uh lashes and things like that she will peel down the layers of who she is and give it to you raw and straight and that's why so many people connect with her that's, that's why very so many, courageous yes it's very courageous it's yeah. very courageous and you know I'm at that point in my life where I wish more women would, especially being an entrepreneur. Right. Because sometimes it's like, let's share the good and the bad. We're making people think, you know, they see me and they see, okay, she's done this celebrity, that celebrity. Um, and it looks like I just arrived here. There were nights of tears and pouring every financial penny I had into, you know, juggling. Do I pay this bill? Do I pay that bill? Right. You know, there was a time when there was Wix. Uh, and I said, I got to figure out how to create my own website because I can't afford to pay somebody. Right. So, yeah, I know all these people, but they aren't paying my bills. Right. You know what I yep. mean? <laughs> so, um as far as celebrities, it's funny because I just had somebody say to me, you never use the word celebrity. And I'm like, maybe because by no means do I see myself as any type of celebrity, but I've been around so many that sometimes it's hard for me to distinguish the difference. When you become friends with people, you know the core of who they are. Right. So you see, they right. cut and bleed just like me and you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And then, but what they've accomplished, I feel like anyone can accomplish if you put your mind to it and put the work in. Yeah, it's all about the work. It's all about the work. It's, it's not handed to you. It's all about the work. And, oh gosh, so I've worked with some amazing celebrities. Let's see. Who can I? Well, we know Mary. We um, do. We love her. 
<laughs> Gosh. Oh, I'm trying to think. So, so many I've, I've had the honor of working with. I'm trying to think of who would have a secret or something <laughs> that they would Or, or you could just tell us and that you don't have to tell a secret. Hmm. We don't need no hateration, holleration. We got to get it wrong. Mary J is in the spot tonight, and I'ma make you feel alright. Come on, baby, just party with me. Let loose and set your body free. Leave your situations at the door. So when you step inside, jump on the floor. Let's get it funk up on the floor. Okay, well, from Marjorie Harvey, okay, who we know is Steve Harvey's wife. Yep. Um, again, just a beautiful soul. Um, love, 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 love. Fashionista. Oh gosh, who else? There's Chrisette Michelle, who is a singer. Um, ooh, so so many. I'm trying to think. It's funny that you can't even think of them right off the top of your head. It's like an everyday kind of thing. What but was, then, of course, what I was have, one of your favorite? your favorite jobs that you've ever done when you were hired? One of my favorite jobs that I've ever done. I would have to say there was a Nike photo shoot. Okay. It was a three-day photo shoot. It came here to Atlanta, and um, one of my friends, Shauna Wilcox, um, was in production, and she called, and I'm like, hmm, now how do I do this? Because... A beauty fetish, I have my clients book online, and I may already have clients set up. It just so happened that the days that they needed a makeup artist, I was available. I'm like, yes, I have those three days off. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this is heaven It was sent. meant to be. I get to work with Nike. And what I loved Wait, about well, it. Wait, who's Nike? Nike? Who's Nike? That's a, no, I'm kidding. Just do it. Right, just do it. That's an amazing, amazing client to get. Amazing. amazing client. Okay, I interrupted. I'm sorry. Yes. No. So, three days of getting up 5.30 a.m. in the morning, grueling for me. I'm not a morning person. Okay. I have insomnia. But Ugh. just being um, on set all day, there's something about the work that I love. Um, because when you have a passion for it, and then you meet all these different personalities. And right. what I loved about Nike is they were bringing in like your everyday kid or teenager to do these photo shoots. Okay. And I love that because again, sometimes when you're used to working with celebrities on projects like that, right. it was just good to work with just these everyday grounded teens who were just so excited about the opportunity to put on Nike sneakers. And to get made up. And to get made up. So, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite um, projects to work on. And then I have to say the Braxtons. I uh, worked on season three (laughs) of doing hair. Those girls, women. (laughs) Women, guys. Those those ladies are stunning. They are. Oh, my God. And they're all so talented. They are unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. So I went from Nike doing Powerhouse makeup personalities too. To the Braxtons doing hair, which is what I love about Beauty Fetish and the umbrella of me being able to do all these different things. Right. Um, and so I did hair. Let's see, Tawanda, Trina, who is now the co-host on Sister Circle with Rashawn Ali. Um, 
And oh, we had, let's see, Tracy, Tawanda, and Miss Evelyn. We cannot forget about the queen, Miss Evelyn Braxton. And so it was great to be around Tony Braxton filming in her house. And we're from Maryland. So we have that crab eating thing. Hello. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, so that was probably. Um, I, I know how a to eat. I know how to eat steamed crabs too. You know how to eat them. Absolutely. And you, and you know how to break them open. Ab. So take throw flip, flip them man. over. Yes. Uh, get the bib off. Yeah. Break the shell off the top. Come on, Sarah. Clean out the lungs. Toss them. Ooh, right. I got it. You got it. I got it. And leave the mustard. Leave the mustard because the mustard. Leave is tasty. that mustard. We don't want to talk there. about what it is, no, but it's tasty, right? <laughs> my my dad was from Baltimore, and my really? grandma used to send us two bushels of crabs. Oh my gosh. She would bad. she would fly them. Bushels, yes. She would fly them. Oh. Like the same day flight. My mouth is watering. I, I I'll never forget going to the airport with my dad. We've got to go pick up the crabs. Yes. Yes. In Buffalo. We were in Buffalo. <laughs> yes. And one time like they it. were gone. Oh no. They would yes, yeah, somebody they somebody they took got them. you. Somebody had took a really good damn crabs. Good <laughs> damn them but i knew my father <laughs> always going to hell for that <laughs> he he would i would be a little kid and he'd be always he'd be like this is you know you have to have a budweiser with your crab so i was like, a little kid that sounds like my grandfather <laughs> with yeah. my budweiser yeah my uncle's my like crab with beer they actually put beer in well, it absolutely yes yes yep. absolutely yes. oh so we not like only it. did they cook because he, he would cook them too um he would cook them with beer but we would eat them with beer so yes. it, was, it was fun. An obey seasoning. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my oh, God. I'm going to have to get a quick fix later Hello. on. Hello. Crab legs. Hello. <laughs> Newspaper all over the yes, table. Yeah. Everywhere. I'm with you. That was great, too. My mom worked for the Baltimore Sun Papers. She retired from the Baltimore cool. Sun Papers. Cool. Love that paper. So we always had newspaper. <laughs> yes. That's we convenient. Convenient. It is convenient. It is. Yes. yes. And easy to clean up after a ma- massive crab Roll fest. it right on up. Yeah. Put it in the trash. Hello. 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 And you're good. Okay. I don't even know what you were talking about. Now. Okay. What were we talking about? We were talking about all things. <laughs> we were talking about the crabs, the crabs, the kind you can eat. Crabs. Yes. The Braxton's and crabs. Yes. They have. No, no, no. The ba- we can't say the Braxton's and crabs. And crab, that doesn't sound. No. <laughs> My girls will get me. No. The Bra- Braxton and steamed crabs. And steamed crabs. There we go. Yes. From Baltimore. Oh, yes. So. So. I would love, I mean, I, I love Toni Braxton. She's beautiful and she's so talented. What's she like as a person? Toni is uh, very, very down to earth. She's, I mean, when you think of someone having that kind of talent, you think maybe they'd have the right to be uppity, you know, and kind of fling their hand. Yes, thank you, darling. We Goodbye. love, peop- walk, we love walk people by that me. aren't like that. And yeah. she's all total opposite okay she's just, oh that's so good oh wow yeah she's really really a good-hearted um just a good good energy right good energy yeah and and gosh just so talented so talented so you and, have, and a great mom yeah. she's a great mom okay great sister yeah i've been blessed to meet some really really amazing people absolutely yeah absolutely yes so you have a philanthropic side and that is um because of your experience with your grandmother. Yes. And she passed from cancer. Yes. And so one of the things you thought you could do was help women who are ill with who have cancer mm-hmm. and you help them just improve their appearance. They're losing mm-hmm. their hair. Yes. 
their skin probably changes color a bit. They they lose some of that luster. They lose their eyelashes. Yes. Um, so what do you? How did you? How did you find p- women that were going through cancer treatment? How did you find them, and mm-hmm. how did you convince them that you could do this for them? The first part was really truly educating myself on this journey that I was about to embark on because, you know, you have to think about, um, yes, my grandmother was going through cancer and she had lung cancer and I've lost a few other family members to cancer, but to really understand, uh, what cancer is, what it does to the body, you know, which led me to having to learn the anatomy of the eye. So for me doing lashes, it's not just about, Oh, I'm applying these lashes. Um, there are so many eye diseases, skin diseases, um, just so many things that you have to learn before you actually say, I am a professional educator in this business. Okay. So once I felt like, okay, I have the knowledge, I really have to say it wasn't hard to find people and it wasn't hard for them to find me because once you put it out there and people know what you do, they're, they're actually looking to, to feel better. They're looking. You you have a lot of people who are going online and they're Googling, okay, my hair is falling out. What do I do? Gotcha. You know, my lashes are falling out. What do I do? Because right. these are things that you've never encountered. What do I do? Who else has experienced it? They want to, you know, hear their their opinion on, on chemo. Should they do chemo? Should they not do chemo? Yeah. How does radiation affect you? You know, and so it was pretty... And it's such a, I hate to use the word easy again, but it was easy to find uh, those people, whether they were looking for a hair, you know, wiggery, you know, um, and, um, and what kind of things have you done for some of these women? Oh, gosh. Sometimes I want to say, what have they done for me? Um, but it, it really, it makes me teary eyed because it's so emotional for me to, when I think of, I can visually right now see about 10 different smiles, different okay. faces flashing and smiles. And I've had clients actually come in and when you're warm to them and they know you have experienced it through someone else or yourself, which I have not, but I do have fibrocystic breasts. I've had the scare, but when you have clients come in and and they tell you they lay on this this table that I'm working with right and they they tell you oh I just found out I have cancer I have to have my breast removed the next time they come back for their appointment they're laying there and they're flat chested right so sometimes I feel like I'm experiencing what they are experiencing just not on a physical oh, level so interesting yes okay. just not on a physical level and then I've had clients come in who have completed because if you are going through uh, chemo then we don't put last on you. So we wait for you to finish the process. It's almost like if you have alopecia, if the lashes are going to fall out, Got it. we aren't going to make you spend money for something like that. That's very unfair. Understood. And, but when you come in, when you're done, we're nursing, nursing your lashes back to a healthy state. Gotcha. Whether that means we put you on biotin vitamins, uh, different lash serums that are out there now. Um, and then I had one client specifically, and I remember her coming in saying that she was so happy about being done with chemo. Her daughter referred her to me, uh, and she um, she came in, and I made her feel so warm that she actually took her wig off. And there she's laying there, and her head is just bald. Right. Not a... Right. 
not a uh, not a speck, diameter not a speck not a, of hair. Not a speck of hair yep and and for women being bald is so it's it, so con- contrary to how we're told we're to- we should be exactly. or how we think we should be exactly right and so for me the blessing for me was wow I have the ability to make people feel beautiful no matter what. Right. And to feel comfortable no matter what in my presence and behind closed doors. She knew she could take it off and be her. And I could just feel her like sigh. That's awesome. Like I can be in this moment and still feel beautiful. And I'm getting beautified. And so when she got up and I did her lashes and I told her how we were building her lashes out and how the steps we were going to take. And she said, you know what? I have... Family photos this weekend. The <gasps> first time I'm taking pictures with my family after going through this. And it just gave her more confidence. And not only did it give her like this amazing chunk of renewed confidence, Sarah, yeah. I saw the pictures afterwards. She did the photo shoot without the wig. No. Amazing. Look, I mean, she's so beautiful. Yeah. But what it did for my heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so the reward in what I do is sometimes bigger than the monetary reward. Gotcha. Yeah. What is next for Sandy Lomax? What is next for Sandy? I will have a podcast coming up. Beauty Fetish Talk with Sandy Lomax. Love. Yes, I'm excited about that. And I have a book that will be coming out. (gasps) Yes. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to talk about self-obsessed love. And, and, oh, and interesting. Yes. And um, so I have to shout out 13th and Joan Publishing Company. Oh, gosh, Woo-hoo. they've been so good to me. I'm so excited. So yes, we are on this journey. And um, so I will be author Sandy Lomax. Yeah. <laughs> but again, the book is about changing lives. It's about inspiring. It's dedicated to my two nieces, Jasmine and Ajay Lomax. Um, always wanted to leave a legacy or something um, that would make them feel proud that I was their auntie. And I always wanted nice. to, to do something that um, they could turn to and look to and feel inspired and say, okay, if my auntie went through this, because I share a lot of personal stories, I, I talk about being raped. I mean, I, I let it all out. Wow. I talk about it. Because me being 47 right now, I've gotten to know who I am. And I also got to know the strength that is within me that sometimes I didn't know. Even on your darkest moments, there's like this little light in you that I say is like, um, and and sometimes I would try to put it out. Go out, go out. I'm I'm tired. I don't want to live anymore. I never really want to leave the earth. But just you have those dark moments and and people, we don't talk about them. Right. And so it's like, but the light would never go out. And I call it that mustard seed faith. That's amazing. And so I want women going along, you know, in a journey from the, the ages, of it can be nine years old up into you know 76 86 90 the journey never stops but you just have to believe in you and if you keep that little dim light on then you can get through anything and I always say you never know how strong you are until strength is all you have left so that will be what the book is pretty much about self-love self-obsessed love you know I spend so much time making everyone else look beautiful that sometimes put me on the back burner. Right. So that's coming up um, next. And then beauty products. I'm excited that my lash line will be out in 2020. Yay. Yay. 
And where yes. can we where can we buy these on, in 2020? It will be on beautyfetish.com. Very good. Yes, .com and .net. So and beauty am, fetish is spelled just the way it sounds. Yes. So we don't have to goof around with that. Right. Right. It's not B-O-O or right. beauty. It's B-A-U-T-Y. Beauty. beauty. Okay. Beauty. Good. Yes. Good. So I'm excited. 2020, I think, is going to be a great, great year. I'm claiming it. You got it. Yes. I know it will be. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you for Sarah. talking to us, and we'll be visiting you again. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure. We are girls on film, and we are out. We don't need no Set your body free. Oh. Leave your situations at the door. So when you step.